The Miami Hurricanes only improved by two wins from 2022 to 2023, but the numbers tell a different story. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much again for making Locked on Canes your first or second listen. I ran out of time in my last episode. I had more stuff to say, so here we are. I think it was Bill Parcells who said, you are what your record says you are. And I'm not going to argue with that. Miami Hurricanes were a 7-5 and five team, but I'm hoping what some of the other numbers were is a sign for significant improvement, certainly from 2022 to 2023. And I'd like to think laying the foundations for even more improvements in 2024. So Miami went from five and seven in 2022, which is one of the most miserable football seasons ever, right? Uh, you know, middle Tennessee loss. I don't want to get into it, but 2022 was absolutely miserable. 2023 was much less miserable um, and if you look at the statistics, team stats and individual stats, honestly, Miami should have made more than a two game improvement. We will never forget that they were literally a kneel down away from being eight and four. <laughs> I think eight and four would be a better reflection on, on what Miami actually accomplished on the field this year. We've already given you guys some good stats um, that show big picture improvement from 22 to 23. Here's another one that was sent to me by a, another a good friend of mine going back years. We were on WVUM together, student radio, Jeremy Marks Peltz, JMP, who sent me these numbers, 2023 versus 2022 Miami Hurricanes, seven and five this year versus five and seven last year. This year, Miami's plus differential was 120. Miami's net uh, scoring plus 120 last year was minus 34. That's a huge jump to be plus 120. Um, this season, 177 rushing yards per game versus 128 rushing yards per game last year, an improvement of almost 50 yards. 5.2 yards per carry this year, which is an excellent number, versus 3.7 last year, very pedestrian number. 97 rushing yards per game allowed this year versus 143 allowed last year. And we already talked about this a little bit earlier this week. I'll, I'll reiterate, this was a stat sent to me by our listener, BP, who says, in 2022, Miami, in seven losses, they lost by an average of 21 points. In 2023, Miami's five losses were by an average of eight points. So again, if if you go by the big picture numbers, Miami should have and could have made more than, than a two-game jump this year. What were the big factors that led to only the two-game jump? Um, I already mentioned one of them. You take a kneel down against Georgia Tech, you're it's over. You're eight and four, right? You're literally eight and four. That that's a one-game improvement that came down to one bad coaching call. All right. Yes, there were other clock management, uh, play decision issues this year. So I'm hoping 
Mario Cristobal and my, I think he's already learned second time was the charm because he did the same thing at Oregon. I think he has learned from the mistake of not taking that knee. I don't expect that same mistake to happen again. I also think that this offseason, and it's not just Cristobal, because obviously you have an offensive coordinator calling plays. You have analysts that are supposed to be helping you make these proper decisions when it comes to the analytics and, you know, when to go for it, when not to go for it, you know, when to pass, when not to. Like, there needs to be a lot of self-reflection and self-scouting from the coaching staff because they need to tighten up and they need to sharpen up because, you know, we talked about it last season – in most of Miami's losses, they were getting blown out. So we weren't, we didn't have the luxury of having these discussions about how, hey, we were one bad coaching decision away from securing a victory, right? Uh, but this year we had so many close losses, those conversations came up. So we need to tighten up the coaching. The other big area I think that could, you know, separate Miami from, you know, seven wins this year or maybe could have been nine or 10 wins this year, you have to find consistency at the quarterback position. I try to give Tyler Van Dyke some benefit of the doubt because I know he, for much of the middle of the season, was playing through a lot of pain. I get it. Still made a lot of poor decisions. Still threw way too many interceptions. Uh, and, you know, Miami had to turn to the kid a couple of times. Emery Williams helped you win that Clemson game. Uh, you know, came up short against Florida State. They kept things very buttoned up for him. Uh, if Miami was able to hit more passing plays in that Florida State game, you might even be talking about a victory. I know Florida State's an excellent team, credit to them and all that. Uh, so I think the big two areas that Miami needs to tighten up heading into next season, because obviously we love the foundations that are being laid on defense. Lance Gidry, you got to keep him, right? Don't let anyone snatch Gidry away. But the defense is absolutely trending in the right direction. There's no question about that. And I believe overall the offense is trending in the right direction, but spotty quarterback play and some some coaching errors and you know I, I also think uh more consistent tight end play I'm hoping Elijah Arroyo can be healthy next year and I think Riley Williams is going to be a stud I look for him to really step up in year two but quarterback play is the big thing because in several of Miami's losses you're thinking man we were just competent quarterbacking away from winning that game that if we had thrown maybe one interception instead of three interceptions we're talking about a victory instead of a loss. So those are those are big areas that I look at. And uh, if you guys want to get more involved in the program, Locked on Canes, we're here every day, sometimes twice a day. Uh, you can support the channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, hit the thumbs up and subscribe. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google app, the Odyssey app. I do want to throw shout-outs to a couple of new five-star reviews that we've gotten. We get one from GAKane89. Thank you so much for the five-star rating. Now, the review he wrote, thankfully, is outdated. I think he wrote this after either the NC State game or the Florida State game. Um, I think the NC State game. He says, I can't believe how flat Miami's offense was. No sense of urgency. Poor quarterback play. Terrible play calling. Uh, and he writes a lot more stuff, but he does, uh, he does give us a five-star review. So thank you for that. And we also, we got a five-star review from our guy, chill, AKA better duck. You probably know him on social media as better duck. He says, I can't say enough good things about the locked on canes podcast hosted by the incredibly knowledgeable and charismatic Alex Dono. Thank you. Uh, as a devoted Miami Hurricanes fan, the show has become an absolute must listen for me. Alex's passion for the team shines through in every episode and his deep understanding of the Canes history, current events, and future prospects is truly impressive. He covers all the bases 
from game analysis to player interviews and recruiting updates, it's evident that he's dedicated to providing his listeners with top-tier content. He actually, he continued the kind words, but if I read too many more nice things about myself, my, I'm going to blush and it's going to be embarrassing. So I appreciate the review, Better Duck, and I appreciate uh, all of you guys who leave us five-star ratings and reviews. And if you do that, we will shout you out. It may not happen right away. Sometimes it happens after a couple of weeks, but we will shout you out here on the channel if you leave us a five-star rating and review. So thank you for joining us for the second time today, and we will do it again tomorrow. We will talk to you guys Monday on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.